0: j-o-i-n-d-e-l-e-t-e-m-e dot com slash e-t-m. Go to com slash e-t-m and use code e-t-m for 20% off. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, sauté some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton-Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking travel trends for 2018. money with Shauna Compton games it will expand your brain
1: Can you believe that we're actually at the end of twenty 2017 and we're actually going into 2018? I mean, I so it's, gonna, just, it's December already.
0: I was going to say, did we already lose <laughs> yeah, we 2018? Already, yeah,
1: well, I was, well, I'm thinking for the future. I'm thinking ahead for the future this week on this week's podcast, talking about travel. We're talking about travel trends for 2018. So, so we're looking to the future.
0: Yeah, and I'm hoping 2018 is going to be a good future and there's going to be a lot of great uh, travel opportunities.
1: Yeah, and hopefully a lot of you guys that are listening are, are making your plans for 2018 and maybe we can inspire you and help you and give you some really good tips. So so basically what we're kind of talking about for this episode is you know where people are traveling, how they're traveling, and basically all the travel trends that are happening. There's a lot of year-end sort of what's coming up for next year, uh, Airbnb, Airbnb and all the other travel destination places uh, have released a lot of different stats into different things so we kind of compiled them all together and said all right what's really going on what are people talking about uh, in a couple of weeks we're, we're going to have a where to travel in 2018 we'll probably we'll go over more details about all the, the really cool cities that that are sort of emerging and, and where people are going um, but this time we're going to kind of just sort of talk in general and give you some some good stats here and stuff
0: yeah, I think it's really interesting to look at the trends because a lot of times we don't we don't think about these trends. You know, we're just kind of going through and traveling. But I think it's really interesting to see like what are the trends, and then what are like the different companies and the different cities that are emerging around those trends.
1: Yeah, I mean, and hopefully through this episode, maybe you could find some new places to where to travel, and new things to do, and of course, new experiences. That that's that's the go to these days, right? Is experiences.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that's the name of the game. So they tell me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so on one of the places that are really really have gotten behind the uh, travel experiences and really sort of get the millennial generation is Airbnb, of course, and they're really one of the first to come up with you know the experiences, and so so they we compiled some some of their information and they basically came up with a lot of hotspots that are the the usual hotspots for coming up that New York, Paris, London, top the most. Book cities, uh, while smaller and more popular destinations like Lisbon and Portugal um, and and Miami, they're on the rise for most booked global cities for Airbnb travelers.
0: Yeah, I I, I mean none of those like really surprise me. Um, but I think you know I'm a, I'm a huge believer in Airbnb. So I mean I think you should always check in any city that you're traveling to.
1: Yeah, and another popular city that was well, now become popular, but I'm sure nobody uh, knows where this is, uh, and they probably can't pronounce uh, the name of this. But the 2018 Winter Olympics are coming up in like what two months? I think in February, and of course, uh, how, how do you say Gangyong? G- I think it's, it's Young, South Korea. So uh, excuse us, Koreans, if we're if we're butchering the name, but I think it's Gangyong. It tops the list for trending destinations uh, with Airbnb bookings. Twenty 21- one. Seventy five percent.
0: Yeah, I think that's really interesting because you know, even just a couple years ago for Olympics, Airbnb wasn't what it is yeah. now, and so there there wasn't the talk about oh, you could go to some of these really small locations and you can actually stay affordably and experience the Olympics different. I mean, before all, your only options were hotels.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a cool way to you know kind of explore the city and and and. You know, in a country, too, that is really popular right now. Korea is a really popular destination for people to go. So I think that that has even spurred on more people that even want to go there, too. And and staying in an Airbnb is a way interesting way to actually, you know, sort of get it, too. But um, there's a lot of Midwestern cities. Um, The lady sitting next to me was born in this city, Indianapolis, Indiana.
0: Yes, uh, I'm proud Hoosier, and uh, love that Indianapolis is actually on the top of a lot of lists. It's on the top of affordability lists of best places to live, and it's really interesting that it's you know topping best places to visit too. Yeah,
1: mainly it's their downtown area, but uh, according to Airbnb. in bookings as of right now, Um, pretty much close to them. uh, Columbus, Ohio, which is another uh, – it's a college town as well. Um, That's on the rise too with 254% booking on Airbnb. Um, In addition, international cities like Tokyo, Paris, and Osaka are among the strongest growth in, in bookings right now.
0: Yeah, so I mean, it's obviously a huge trend. Staying Airbnb, any type of vacation rental like that. I mean, not only to stay there, but if you're able to rent out your place, it's a it's a great way. If you're in one of those popular cities, to make some extra cash. I mean, we're always talking about you know budgeting and and saving money, but it's the name of the game really is about growing your money. And so you know if you can use your place to. to to Have it on Airbnb or any of these other places. It's just a great way to make extra cash.
1: Well, I think that's interesting too with the with the Olympics and, and what's trending too. Because like one of the, the cities they have on here is Paris, which is going to have the Summer Olympics down the line. And then, and then of course, Los Angeles is going to have the. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, the battle between hotels and, and Airbnb there.
0: So we've got Airbnb. Obviously, that's a huge trend. But also, we found that bookings for nature lodges are up 700%. And really, I think what's driving this is that everyone is looking for a way to unplug and de-stress and actually get away from Wi-Fi. I think we're so connected. You know, we're such in a like social media culture that I think people are just... They just really actually want to get away from it for a while, which is fascinating.
1: Yeah, I think there's probably a lot of people listening to this and going, wait, what? No, I have to be my wife. I have to be, by Wi-Fi. I have to be by my phone. But I think there's a lot of us more and more these days are going, you know what? No, I, I, I want to get away. I want to get off social media. I don't even need to check my email. So, you know, if, if you can't get on it, then you also you're not working. You're not doing a bunch of things. And it's a really good way to just de- de-stress.
0: Yeah, and I think it's also that that millennial trend about experiences over buying stuff, which I'm really happy to see this shift. I know there's like, in many points in time in my life where stuff took more of a precedent. And, uh, you know, it really is the experiences, I think, that makes life, uh, you know, more exciting, more enjoyable. But, you know, they're also choosing unusual experiences over just, you know, average experiences. So whether it's like weekend glamping in a yurt or, you know, some other really interesting nature experience, that's definitely topping the list because, not only is it more Instagram-worthy, you know, you could do some great Instagram stories from from those types of locations, but it really is a different experience. So when you're at home bragging to your friends, you know, it's not like, well, we just went and stayed at, you know, some campground. It was like, no, we stayed at this really cool, unique yurt and, you know, it was in the middle of nowhere and there were bears outside. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, they,
1: no, because they, they have thing, things like that, yurts and, and whatever else that we're also going to talk about right now. These are either in the middle of nowhere or they're surrounded by beautiful scenery and, and, and it really sort of connects you where, where, what, where you're going to be and stuff. And you know, that's the whole part about travel. Travel is supposed to change you. Travel is supposed to transform you. And I think that's what staying in these places and Airbnb and others like this that are, they're catching on to as well kind of get it. And, and they're, they're, they're not just houses or apartments now that are for rent. These places are for rent too and they have a bunch of sort of stats here to back it up.
0: Yeah, and you know, really over the past year these non-traditional homes have seen the largest increase in bookings. And I know, you know, Airbnb puts out kind of a newsletter-esque um email to, to people who have you know ever booked on there and they're always featuring like the most unusual places and some of them it just kind of blow my mind like people actually live in some of right. these places right but you know staying off staying off the beaten path is really where I think Airbnb is thriving these days particularly over like a typical city location so based on the Airbnb data More travelers are looking to experience nature firsthand in the new year with bookings with yurts up 155%, uh, RoaCons, which is a traditional Japanese inn, up 600%, and RVs up 133%. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, RVs, like, that's the new thing. Like, the new thing is to be location-independent to live out of an RV or even just to rent one for a specific period of time. Even houseboats now, like in a lot of cities, people are wanting to stay in a houseboat and they're willing to pay more money to stay in that experience of a houseboat than, you know, in like a, Nice apartment, or or you know some other location in a particular city.
1: Yeah, and I've I've seen more and more research that I do about different destinations, travel destinations. I look up and I see a yurt here, or a yurt there, yurt everywhere. Um, no, but like like in, in in you see more of them popping up here in L.A., like in, in Malibu and stuff. And there's there's even a yurt on a on a farm here in Malibu as well, so you can experience an organic farm at, at the same time.
0: Yeah, and I know you know a lot of people are thinking differently also about when they're thinking about buying their first home, they're thinking outside of the box now with Airbnb. I think a lot of people are thinking like, well, what if we bought some like really unique place that was maybe someplace other than where we live and it wasn't as expensive, but then we were able to rent it out on Airbnb and use that income, you know, as a down payment for our, our new house. So I think there's just a lot of, um, New opportunities that Airbnb and and services like Airbnb, certainly they're not the only one, but they've really opened up this new world of not only thinking about traveling, but also thinking about investing and real estate and growing money and, you know, all those fun topics. Yeah, well,
1: also, don't you think it's sort of an interesting thing to think about, too, that you're going to somewhere... Really amazing already. You're going to see a lot of really great scenery and getaway and all that kind of stuff like that. But don't you think it becomes more of an experience? Even though hotels right now are probably better than they've ever been, you know, uh, so many hotels are so great and so luxurious and really cool and fun and all that kind of stuff like that. But the experience of living in, you know, staying in one of these kind of places that are either traditional, you know, like a Japanese inn or whatever the case is, uh, or a yurt or something like that, don't you think that's a really unique and cool experience?
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I've never really thought about wanting to stay in a yurt, but but I am really focused on, like, what is the most unique experience we can have in a particular city, and so I think something like that makes it exciting. I mean, actually, it, it makes it exciting for me to think, like, well, maybe there isn't a TV, or maybe there isn't yeah. Wi-Fi, you know, and you have to, like... Go back to actually talking to each other and playing games and whatever else couples do together when there's no TV and Wi-Fi. Uh, but anyway, you know, I mean, there's – it's. I think it's just a way to, like, explore a new part of yourself that you, you're almost maybe not allowed to do at home.
1: Yeah, but that's also making hotels – Kind of compete with this now too, right? And other and other sites like Expedia and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, so like all of those major booking sites, you know, that we've all come to know and, and think that you know that was pretty much the only way we could book travel, um, are adding all of these alternate lodgings, you know, private accommodation, hostels, B and B's to their traditional properties to try and get capture that audience that is going towards these experiential type, you know, travel, Um, you know, searches on Expedia, booking.com, tripping.com result in really just a kind of a grab bag of possibilities. Um, Trivago recently started featuring home away vacation rentals. So what you're seeing is a lot of merging together and a lot of the traditional sites now going like, wait, we're actually losing a lot of our um, travelers to these unique experiences. We have to figure out a way to get them back. And there's even a lot of hotel chains now that are opening up, you know, whether it's unique hostels or some other version so that they can try to convince, you know, millennials or a younger audience that, you you actually want to stay there?
1: Yeah, and they're trying to get as many butts in the beds as well, too. But they're also creating a lot of experiences for them for them as well, too. You've sort of seen that trend. I think after a while, we've we've traveled to different places where you know uh, hotels that have bees, and, and you can go and, and go check out their beehives, or you can not
0: go, not in the room, not in the room, yes. but yeah,
1: they, they 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 have their own farm and, and and stuff. We've featured those on on other podcasts, but you know, so like one in in uh, was a Calgary that they, you can go with the the chef, their executive chef, go out to their farm, go out there. So the the we've sort of seen these things with some of the the bigger hotels, and the, I think the hotels that get it. Um, but you're seeing them more experiences, more because they know they have to compete with with the, for the next generation as well as the the giants that has that Airbnb has become.
0: And they're trying everything. I mean, they're really trying to woo travelers away towards. Loyalty programs and making the loyalty programs better than ever. I mean, I don't think there's been a time that I can remember where loyalty programs for hotels have been this great. Where you know you can get free Wi-Fi. A lot of times you can get a free upgrade just by asking. Now Um, they're really trying to like democratize how people you know used to be able to get all these perks because. What they're seeing is like if if they offer some of these free perks to people and they share them on social media, that starts a you know, kind of trend of people paying attention to these different hotel chains trying to do something you know, a little bit different. Um, in fact, the number of u s. hotel guests who belong to a frequent stay program jumped thirty seven percent two years ago to sixty three percent. So it's really showing that I think people are realizing, not only that, hotels are, are doing what they can to 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 get you to stay there, but also a lot of these free perks are worth cash in your pocket.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters, and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without you know spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and I. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash etm. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at NerdWallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams... I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin' a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin', I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin' today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See Earnings.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year?
1: So that was kind of where you know, or, you know, to stay and stuff like that. But I think one of the things, overall arc of this this episode here is what we're talking about. And I think what we're always kind of tra- trying to talk about is that it's not. This is not only going to change for twenty eighteen. This is, I think, how the the shift in the in the culture is going to. Kind of kind of go, especially travel has really exploded more than ever that you see people from not only you know the United States traveling so many places you've seen so many people from so many parts of the globe traveling here or traveling anywhere else too and and I think a lot of other cultures it's already built into travel a lot.
0: That's really exciting to me because I think there's a new embrace of the concept. You know, we we've talked about this forever. Like you only have one life to live. I mean, you you've heard that statement probably a million times over, but I don't think there's ever been a time like there is now where people are actually doing something about that. They're going, "You know what? I don't want to wait until I'm older to travel. I don't want to wait until maybe my health isn't good to do certain things. I don't want to wait to start a business or whatever it may be." You know, you're actually thirsting for these experiences and then go figuring out how to go out and do them
1: yeah and one of the cultures that has always been big huge travelers is China and everyone everyone wants a piece of China these days um, you know China is actually this is totally interesting I did not know this at all I knew they they traveled here a lot and they, and they, they travel in groups and they travel individually and whatever and stuff and then sometimes they'll stay for you know weeks on end maybe a month or so um, but China's far ahead of the rest of the world in mobile traveling trends, which I thought it was really interesting, and especially for this generation and beyond. And Chinese travelers uh, research and, and book their trips all on their phones uh, or with apps, um, payment services, and other features that are more advanced and widely accepted there.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just think that almost... You know, in a few years, like we're going to be like computer. What everything is going to be on our cell phone. I mean, almost everything is right now. I still think it's like really hard to, to look up a lot of stuff on your cell phone, or you know, to.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think sites haven't totally got. There's a lot of sites that I'm like, okay, I can't find everything. I have to actually use my computer for this one. But I think this is a total trend that's going to be happening. We're we're going to see something within the next five years. It's going to be exactly like this.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and. There actually is a Berlin-based company called Inspector.com, and they provide uh, really comprehensive reviews of more than 1,500 beaches in 50 destinations throughout Europe. I love sites like this, you know, whether it's Asia, Africa, Middle East – the site just covers, you know, the conditions of the beaches, plus everything you need to know, and all of these details are so critical. You know, parking, water sports, food, atmosphere, demographics. Uh, you know, I'm always when we travel, like trying to figure out all of that type of information, which you can't find from like a hotel website. Especially if you're going somewhere completely foreign. Well, I
1: think a lot of times the hotel website they oh, don't no, want yeah, you to know. They, yeah, oh, it's adjacent or it's this or that or it's whatever it's up. But yeah, if you so say if you're going to some place in Asia or Africa or something like that, and it's yeah, you don't always understand the language and and you you've heard they have really good beaches, but is there access and can you get there? And so I think a site like this, this they're still sort of testing this, and they're and they're, they're going to launch uh, the U.S. sometime next year. More so, there's going to be more reviews about the U.S. sites and like every u.s beaches and and what and destinations and stuff but i think this is totally a need to 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 be able to review this and it's not it's not like a yelp or anything like that so it's really sort of you know uh, they, they you can actually hone in and find the beaches and go oh yeah i'm gonna go there and, and my hotel is actually close to it or oh, no my hotel is you know
0: right right there yeah yeah exactly um, And I think it's also really exciting. There are two new companies called Affirm and Uplift, and they actually help people who have all the travel aspirations. So like me, you want to travel everywhere, but you're a little short on the cash to do it. And they actually have introduced... Payment installment plans, so rather than charge everything on your credit card that has you know twenty three percent interest or some ridiculous amount of interest, you could actually pay it off over a certain period of time. I think it's it's an interesting concept. I think there's going to be more companies like this that sprout up just because travel is such a big focus for people. Yeah,
1: and, and you and it's basically like getting on layaway. It's like you get your trip on layaway that you you could actually pay it pay it off later on and stuff.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, with anything like that, you just got to make sure that you're watching how much interest you're being charged, you know, and always figuring out, is there a better way to do this? But I, I think, you know, that's a really cool trend.
1: Yeah, and, you know, we, we mentioned before about the experience and, and how travel really changes you. It's one of the things that I love about it so much, and I think the more places I go, the more experiences I go to, the more cultures I go to and experience, you know, it really transforms you. And And transformational travel, that's a really big thing these days. And, and and people are really doing this a lot more. And, and they want to be changed after the vacation, whether it's, uh, you know, going away and doing nothing and sitting on a beach, which is what we kind of did when we went this past, you know, uh, to Maui and, and which we have a podcast coming about that later on or coming up in the new year. But, you know, that was a, I, to me, that was a real transformational vacation because it's one of the first vacations that we've done together that we just did nothing, and, and that was really transformational, but let alone so many other things that you could do that push you out of your comfort zone, uh, you know, can really fundamentally change you uh, and your place in the world, and just as you are talking about how people could even travel to your own country and you experience their culture that way. You know, I think, I think that this is really becoming a real great trend because it, the more we're informed about other cultures and the more open-minded we and, and better global citizens we become.
0: Yeah, that's the ultimate goal, of course. So yeah. I think all of that is great and the more that we're willing to go to places where maybe we are nervous about traveling to just because we don't have all the information, you know, I think it just it just brings everybody together more. I think that was the that's the purpose of social media. There's obviously some downsides of social media, But I think the more that we can do where we can really unite people and show that no matter where we are around the world, we're all pretty much similar.
1: Yeah. Another thing, too, that's sort of trending, this is a stat we kind of found, that oversaturation of tourist destinations uh, is happening now. And I think it's interesting that Airbnb, some of the cities they list, like uh, New York, London, and Paris, which are obviously hugely tourist places – uh, that you know, people are still going to those places, but I think what we're seeing a lot of times is people don't really want to go to the tourist destinations, and I think cities like that are unique, and you could actually find other things than going to the Louvre or going to the Empire State Building, or like, have you ever been to the Empire State Building? Uh, once. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been. i one time, and I think it's one of those things. You you go there once, and you know maybe people enjoy it and they want to keep going back, and and that's interesting and stuff like that, but you know. Uh, they, one of the stats they has roughly eight hundred million in in two thousand and eight to one point six billion in twenty twenty are are a lot of these stats saying that these these locations are growing uh and and people aren't really wanting to to go to those those tourist destinations
0: yeah i think that's um i i think it's just a different type of traveler you know i mean like millennials are super social conscious travelers. And I think they're becoming really more mindful of what they consume in so many different ways. And and travel really isn't any different. In fact, a lot of millennials are boycotting, you know, countries accused of unethical practices. Uh, You know, people just don't want to go to those destinations. So, you know, with the rise of, of social media and, you know, being able to see all of these different, um, Places I, I think in a different way yeah. is, is bringing light to a lot of this. Yeah, and I, you
1: know, and not and not to make this you know totally political and 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 to be so transparent in, in, in maybe my views and stuff like that. One of the things that I've seen with this too, what I which I think is really interesting, that you see that and people you know go to places like Change.org or whatever and say, oh hey, I, there's this country they're doing things that I don't really like. One of the things that I, I, I that I read I've read several articles that. Tourism throughout the United States has been down since the the president took over uh, last January, and then also too that a place like China, which is becoming more and more popular, and they've obviously had some human rights is- issues there. So it's I think it's interesting two powerhouses like that. You're seeing maybe one growing and maybe one going away. I mean, I still think people will always, you know. Th- throng to the United States, but it's just sort of an interesting trend with, with what they're talking about here.
0: Yeah, even places like Nepal, they've set up a code for conduct for peace, responsible tourism. So I think this is on on the mind of a lot of maybe countries that you normally wouldn't think about going to where they're saying like, hey, this is our motto. This is our stance on being socially conscious.
1: Yeah. And, and, and you know, I think that's That can transform you as well, make you well informed, and go to a country like no. These are the beliefs that I have as as a human citizen, not just of one country or not. And I think that's that's what we're kind of doing is is breaking down barriers with travel too. Uh, And one last thing too that I think is really popular. It's that you've seen this sort of grow as well, and especially millennials. Just maybe you're not able to always afford to travel, but there's different ways you could do this now. Is volunteer through through traveling, volunteerism, um, tourism, I should say. Um, and that's going to continue through 2018. And it's it's basically so you can go to a place and make a difference and hands-on experience and helping out a community. Uh, it's really increased in the wake of all the disasters, too, and stuff like that. You've, we've seen so many people, uh, with, you know, like the, the, with the hurricanes, people coming to, to Texas and to Florida, uh, as well as helping out and, and traveling to, to Mexico City. I think we're going to maybe even see that in California with some of the wildfires, you know. So um, it, we've just really seen a surge in in people volunteering on vacation
0: which just goes along with all of the trends that we've been talking about on this episode which really is just demanding a, a different style of traveling i think demanding more from your travel vacation escape experience whatever it may be that you you want to come back almost Changed, you know, different. You wanted to have a different perspective, whether it's culturally or whether it's giving back or whether it's just experiencing a yurt or something, you know, completely out of your comfort zone. I think that that is really the wave of the future, and we're going to see a lot more companies sprout out, sprout up like that, and we're going to see a lot more people. I think. Demanding that of uh, of the travel industry.
1: Yeah, and I think just you know to finish up about about also the the disasters and stuff like that. We're going to talk about this in another podcast down the road. Wrote another episode, I should say, that um, you know, places like Puerto Rico and Mexico, and what if you went to those places and and you had your vacation, you did all those things, but you also maybe volunteered for a day or two and, and you helped rebuild something, and you know, Puerto Rico is really going to need help like that. Um, you know, sa- same thing too. If you ever come to some major city like New York or or Los Angeles or you know San Francisco or something like that. Volunteer in a food kitchen, you know, volunteer to, you know, pass out books to kids or read to kids or something like that, I think would totally transfer, let alone if you're going to do that in a foreign country. If you're coming here you're, we're going there, um, I think that could be totally transformational. So, you know, so I think that's another thing that people are talking about. And that's what we're that's what's been trending for 2018. And there's even more more to come. And if you guys have anything else that you, you, you know, places like this that you hear about, send us a message. We want to hear about it and we want to talk about it on the on the on the podcast.
0: Yeah. So exciting things in travel for 2018. Hopefully uh, you'll get to experience a lot of these things. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. You can check out Jeff on Instagram at The Traveling Game. And if you love this podcast, do me a favor, share it with your friends, shout it out on social media, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review. It does a lot for our podcast ratings and we really appreciate it.